Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of MGR Unplugged, brought to you by the MGR Agency. The, the you added one the. and only MGR Agency. Uh, David is with me, and um, today we're going to discuss, or actually we're going to chat about what we do when we are not working, which... It's hardly ever the case. <laughs> I don't have that period is very small for me. These it's days. gonna be a short podcast because we're always working here. We we don't have much of our work life balance is very imbalanced, and that we're gonna discuss that. But actually, no, it's not true. We we do have a good time too, and uh, the the key part is that we actually enjoy what we do. So working is fun sometimes. Sometimes sometimes it's not fun, but sometimes it's fun. Most I always of the say the grand scheme the overall is enjoyable that doesn't mean that there aren't things that you do right. that are not fun there there are some nuances there that kind of throw a little uh wrench for us but uh, for the most part we, we really enjoy what we do but it's funny because it is a typical conversation that we we see every day when you run into people especially friends that you haven't seen for a while or something and everybody's like hey what do you do these days what are you working on and or where do you work what do you do and uh do you have time to hang out and this and that and you know, you find yourself almost like the, the 15 or the 30 second elevator speech, but it's the opposite. It's not selling your business or trying to see or say what you do. It's actually saying what you not do. Like, like I find myself, yeah, you know, I, uh, I like in my case, you know, I do a lot of mountain biking and, and, you know, I still, I still do some racing. I go with my go-kart or my race car or this. And, but it's like, it's like really, I mean, everything that we do is is revolves around my work, which or my or the agency which I love, and then obviously everything else that comes as uh, what I do when I'm not working. But anyways, it was funny because I was talking to David too, and, and he's in a different um, uh, situation. He's obviously much younger, and he says, "I don't even have any hobbies these days." <laughs> I know <laughs> it's like because we were, you know, we always talk about okay, what's the topic for this week's podcast, and. You said, uh, oh, well, let's talk about, you know, what we do outside of work. And I said, I don't do anything outside of work. I just work. I work, eat, and sleep these days. I kinda, it kind of makes me feel bad. Like, you ask me for a race or something? It's like, no, 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 it's not that. It's just, I, I will work for nothing. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> but, I mean, outside of what I used to do, I used, I mean, my biggest hobby, I mean, I, I, that's not true. I don't just work, eat, and sleep. That's an exaggeration. But I don't have enough time for a real hobby, like the type of hobby that you can just immerse yourself in for hours. I don't really have time for that because I don't have hours and hours to spare. My only hobby, quote unquote, these days is just reading, but I don't even do that very much. Like I used to read every single day uh, and now I don't. I don't well, have you time. do read. It's just that you're you're describing reading as Books. having a book in your hands and sitting down in the sunset. Yeah, I mean, I do a, a lot of something research for our business right but i don't consider that like reading a book right it's just research so, or education or I, I used to try to read like an hour a day and now that's just not possible for me um so i now i only read on weekends and i try to cram on weekends and read like a few hours on saturday and a few hours on sunday but you don't get through books very quickly when you're only reading like i don't know six hours a week yeah, definitely. If it's the uh, unabridged version, <laughs> uh, no. But the thing is that there's also a misconception. Like, like I, I, for instance, in my example, in my case, I, um, you know, I, I like to own my time, and I find it more and more difficult to find time where I'm truly in control of what I'm doing, or, or basically my time. And luckily for me, I'm an early morning person, so I don't mind getting up super early, um, and then 
doing everything that I want to do early morning. So, I mean, these days I find myself getting up early at 5 o'clock, 5.15, 5.30 at the latest. My alarm is at 5.30 every morning. And every time my alarm goes off, I've been already like 20 minutes up. I'm having, drinking my coffee, whatever. So I'm that, the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. <laughs> my well, that's a good thing. My schedule looks something like this. I mean, normally I start working at 8 a.m., and then I normally will take like a little break in the afternoon sometime, but then at night, like 7.38 to like, it depends how much work I have to do, like 11, midnight, whatever, is I, I'm always able to focus really well. I think because most people are offline, so I can just focus right. on things I need to get done. So that like 7.38 p.m. to like midnight time is really Well, that's good also your me. time. That's, that You also find the time where you have less interruptions, whether right. it's uh, coworkers or phone calls or uh, client conversations, right, things exactly. like that. During you know, the you day, can really focus on your part. During the day, uh, that's when I do a lot of the focused work that I mm -hmm. need to do because during the day I have lots of calls and people emailing me all the time and I'm not like, I love when all these people say, oh yeah, I only answer my emails in this 30 minute window once a day. Yeah, right. That's beautiful. You don't work in client service. If I did that, our clients would fire us. That's not how it works. Yeah, so. no, and I, I don't even know if these people do it or what kind of emails they get or whatever. But I mean, I I, uh, I try to minimize the email uh, pop-ups and all that stuff. Um, I check my email, obviously, I think it checks automatically every 10, 15 minutes and I kind of take a quick look. But um just to make sure that nothing is urgent because, as you know, I mean, we are in the client services. So normally our clients know us very well and they saw it, they see that if we don't reply to an email right away and it's urgent, they will give us a call or something. If it's not urgent, obviously they expect us to reply to it on a timely basis, usually within the same day or the same few hours. But yeah, in my case, like I said, I, I get up early in the morning and any time between 5 o'clock in the morning and uh, let's say about 8, 8.30 uh, our time, um, I feel like in into our control i can i usually work out obviously in the mornings early and then i read i listen to podcasts I, I try to work on myself i'm planning my day and all that and then after that i was trying also to schedule my day to the minute and then i realized that was just causing me a lot of frustrations because the yeah. moment is like nine o'clock and i start hearing from clients and co-workers and projects and feedback and emails and all that stuff my whole schedule will be out of whack yeah I and by then the i get thing. frustrated uh, and, and I feel like uh, like I've lost it. So I usually only want to do like w one major task or maybe two a day. Everything else is like I would just, you know, do what I can. I used to do the same. I used to have my Google Calendar where it was like there was not a single white space on it and just filled like, okay, 10 o'clock do this, 10.30 do this, 10.45 do and that just drove me crazy and mm. first of all it's impossible to stick with it because you miss one thing and then all of a sudden you miss another thing and now you're two hours behind and the whole schedule's out of whack and uh so now i don't have a schedule unless it's something that needs to be at a certain time so yeah if i have a meeting or a call or something at a certain time that's fine i put it on a calendar but other than that i don't put like oh at 2 p.m i'm gonna do this 3 p.m i'm gonna do this because that just didn't work for me i Maybe it works for other people. I actually, I've gone way old school recently because I just, I, I'm one of those people who is always looking for the next productivity app and little thing I can do, right, method. Right. And I just realized <clears throat> I was spending so much time trying to become 2% more productive. That I was like, why don't I just 
like be more productive now and stop learning about yeah. oh this downloading this new app and trying it because then of course every time you download a new software app you have to learn it and so that's like always a challenge you have to move your whole system there it, it's it, yeah it's, it's a discipline thing yeah. i i've gone low tech now i literally went back it's like all to this the oldest method i do written in a notebook to-do list now. But, but this productivity apps or softwares and stuff remind me of the same feed for exercise you know when you're disciplined and you know what you have to do and you know what you need to get done and you know your priorities you just get it done i mean you can put it at 2 p.m and then you start at 2 30 doesn't really matter i mean the thing is that you know what needs to be done and you're gonna do it and you don't need a stupid app to remind you and it's the same thing with exercise and dieting and all the stuff okay you're gonna have a cheesecake you know that's bad for you okay you can have one in a blue moon or something it's fine but you have cheesecake every night sorry buddy that's not a good diet it's a lot of sugar and this and that and all the stuff and exercise is the same way so I, I went through the same, I mean, I had every app in the book or whatever in my phone to to be more effective and remind me of tasks and this and that. And it's like, okay, stop overwhelming you. I'm spending, spending a lot of time with the task management as opposed to task execution. And <laughs> I think those apps are good. To me, this is where I draw on the line. Basically, anything that is a personal task that isn't a group thing. I just write on a notebook. I have a notebook on my desk and I just write my, uh, normally uh, in the evening, I will write things because as always, I fill my to-do list to the max and normally I'm not able to get everything done in the day. So in the evening, I'll migrate over everything that I didn't get done that day to the next day. And then in the morning, I'll kind of go through and say, okay, this is what I want to get done today. And obviously as the day goes on, you write more things down. But um, for individual stuff, that's like just mostly me, I just do a notebook because it's so much easier than right. productivity apps. The only thing that obviously I think apps are good for is when we have project management with multiple people on a team. Obviously, then yeah, I, obviously I can't do that in a notebook. Obviously, but uh, and, and back to the to the um, <clears throat> excuse me initial topic of um, what we do when we're not working. The, the main thing is that, like I said, the misconception is. I mean, I, I, I like I said, I start earlier, uh, five o'clock in the morning, and then people see me sometimes. Right, so I don't get working up working at like, eight or something. But uh, I don't get up till seven. Normally. That's fine. That's fine. But you work way late. Right. By exactly. ten o'clock at night, I'm in bed, and usually I read a little bit and fall asleep with my Kindle, uh, pretty much all the time, which is fine. It's a great uh, sleeping aid for me. But um, but the thing is that many times I'm actually going back to do some work. Um, way into 7, 7, 30, 8 o'clock, I go to a coffee shop and continue reading, researching, writing. That's when I like to write articles, blogs, and things like that because it's a little bit more free time and I feel like I'm out of the office environment and I can be a little more creative. Um, but and people think, oh my God, you, 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 you get up at 5.30 or something, you're still working at 8 o'clock. It's like, yeah, but that doesn't mean that I'm working. When, when I'm talking about the work-life balance or integration, whatever term you want to use to combine what you do when you're working versus where you're not. Uh, in a typical day, I mean, I, I may, you know, like yesterday was a good example. I mean, uh, yesterday I, I'm, I'm preparing to go to a race or an auto racing event this weekend in uh, Austin, Texas. So yesterday I got up. I was supposed to uh, load my car, my race car, with a friend's uh, trailer and all that stuff. And uh, supposed to happen at 11. It didn't happen for other reasons until like 2 in the afternoon. I had to leave for a couple of hours, came back. So I can plan my day however I want. Things will happen when they happen. And then if I need to catch up and do some stuff later in the evening, it's fine with me. So it's not like I don't like the structure of being like, okay, 9 to 5 and then I'm off. I mean, I, I kind of intermingle my work and leisure activities or planning 
throughout my workday and my week and everything. And by the same token, if one Saturday I feel like I'm going to research something because it really appeals to me, I'm just going to do it. You know, I'm going to work on a Saturday for a couple of hours or three hours doing something. And yeah, it's a Saturday and everybody's thinking about, oh, you know, doing something that is leisure type, but I don't care because I can do whatever I want if I want to on a Tuesday. It doesn't have to be on a Saturday, you know. So it's just finding the time to combine everything that you want to achieve within your day or your life, you know, while you also do the work, obviously. Right. I work as much as I do because I want to and I enjoy it. Like I said, I enjoy the the grand scheme, the overall. I don't enjoy every single little task, but that's okay. That's life, you know, and you're not going to enjoy every second. Uh, exactly. But I- my point is that I'm able to work a lot because I want to and I enjoy it. When I had jobs that I didn't like, oh, you better believe that the You're second counting to five. <laughs> the second that like clock ticked time to go, I was out of there. I was not there one second longer because I but hated you, it. But that's when you feel the ownership. When you have skin in the game, when you have ownership of what you do, it's a whole different mindset, a whole different mentality. When you're working at a sub shop or electronic store, whatever. You know, and you're um, um, making like, you know, 10, 12, 15 bucks an hour or somebody else's. Um, Not even just that. I mean, any a lot of corporate jobs, a lot of people don't yeah, like that, their jobs. Yeah, like that too. Yeah, and I mean, they say that 80% of people hate their jobs and it's like, okay, well, you got to do something I about it. I think that number's high. It's, it's, it's exaggerated. Yeah, I, I mean, hating is hating too strong. Is different. It's different when you say I've, in the morning, oh my God, I had to go to work, traffic, whatever. Okay, yeah, right. nobody likes that part. I don't think I've ever hated a job. I've disliked it. They will hate it more, much more than they were laid off, I'll tell you that. That's that's the way to put it in perspective. Yeah. But uh, but anyways, the the thing is that uh, you know what look we're looking into. Nobody wants to be overworked, and and it's critical. It's super important in life because it'll catch up with you sooner or later. To to combine your work activities where you feel productive and you're contributing to your business, whether it's your business or somebody else's business, where you're contributing with your expertise and your task and your job to make it the business better and successful. And then at the same time, you find time to do other stuff that is important to fulfill yourself as a person. And that could be, um, it, it could be anything. It could be spending time with the family. If you have family, kids, and so forth, it could be educating yourself, doing some um, entertainment parts or fitness or health or fun activities. Um, you know, so I always, I remember when I read um, Stephen Covey's book, The uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and this is like, I don't know, eons ago, it looks like. Uh, I was still in college, I think. But anyways, when I read that book, um, honestly, I don't remember he said that, but I created these four um, major accounts that I had to contribute to daily, weekly, monthly, and so forth. And my four major accounts were three Fs, which is uh, fun, family, and fitness, because are very important for me, and then work, obviously. So every day I need to put some time or a lot of time into work and develop my my office, my work, my job, and everything that is professional um, development. And then I need to also put time into the accounts that are not work, which is for me, they're fun, having fun with my friends and all that stuff. Uh, Family, which is spending time with the family, and then fitness, because without fitness, really, there's unhealth you're not going to be able to do anything else. So that, those are very important things. And it's true that sometimes they overlap. It's true that sometimes you find overwhelmed at work or you have a major project to finish and you spend a lot of time at work. And that's fine. But then you need to understand that then you have a deficit 
or, or uh, red numbers on the other accounts. I need to compensate by spending more time with the family later or working more your fitness recovery, the fitness that you lost because you have late night work or whatever so but overall with those four accounts that i always keep in the back of my mind i don't do anything in writing again i don't have any app to help me with that i just know that i need to spend the time with all those four major pillars to keep my life in balance and when i do it's the same the same thing if i work out a lot if i do a lot of fitness I'm going to be injured. I'm going to be in bad health. I'm going to be in a bad mood. I'm going to <laughs> It affects everything. It's like, a, it's like a domino effect. Can I add one extra pillar? Yeah, go ahead. That I think a lot more people are focusing on now, and I certainly am, and I've totally changed my mind on, and that's sleep. Yeah, well. Because I used to be the guy, this is bad. It was really bad. I mean, probably two years ago, I used to try to do these, uh, what was it called? Oh, I remember po- that. Polymorphic poly something sleep basically where it was ridiculous now that i think back i was like what an idiot i really <laughs> yeah. thought that would work uh, you were trying to convince me to do it and yeah I like, and i was trying to i was telling people i would tell friends like yeah yeah you do this and you only need why don't you explain first what it is okay so, so people can- there's different schedules um but basically the idea is uh when you sleep a lot of people get just light sleep and that light sleep isn't really doesn't really do much for you. The main sleep you need is REM sleep and deep sleep. Um, and if you have any type of sleep tracker, like I know you said you're looking at the aura ring, um, that, that, that's like a ring that will tell you how much deep sleep you got, how much REM. Well, I was looking at that just for sleep. I was looking for that for right, right. overall just, activity. I'm just yeah. saying there's like trackers. And when you look at them, normally you only get like two hours of deep sleep a night. And then like say if you sleep eight hours, you might only get like five hours of deep and REM and the other three are like light sleep. And so the idea is, well, screw it. You don't need that light sleep. You can just, you want to get your body into a state where you only need deep and REM sleep. And you can go instantly into deep sleep when you close your eyes, basically. Yeah. So what you do, and this is insane, is don't try this. I tried it. It was hard. Mike Tyson, he punches you in the mouth. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it feels like. Uh, Trying to get up at 4 a.m. when you went to bed at midnight, very difficult. And doing that every single day. Basically, I would go to bed at midnight, wake up at 4, and then during the day around 11, try to take like a 30 minute nap. And at like 3, 4 in the afternoon, take a 30 minute nap. So I was only sleeping five hours a day. But the idea was that by sleeping less at night and then getting two naps during the day, you could be full, like fully replenished. And this was the problem, especially that afternoon nap, the three o'clock. Yeah, that didn't work, especially after like, because the whole thing was, oh, it's going to take a couple of weeks for your body to adjust. So I did it for like a month and my body did not adjust. And I just remember one time it was like four o'clock and I said, okay, I need to take my nap. And I slept through my alarm. I didn't wake up. I woke up at like 10 o'clock at night. That's how the body adjusted. And it just told, told you, my body fuck said, off. fuck <laughs> off. You're sleeping. I'm sleep more. <laughs> so anyways, I learned from my mistakes. Oh, and by the way, while I was awake, I was like a zombie. My productivity was terrible. I couldn't focus. You need sleep. So these days I try to prioritize sleep. So that's why I said you should add it as a pillar. But, but I also think that at different stages of people's lives, so you talk about family, fitness, fun, whatever, um, work. I think, like for me, it's different. I don't have children. I'm not at that age yet. So for me right now, my only family and our you know, relatives live in Spain on the other side of the world. So 
I don't actually have that much family on a day-to-day -day basis that I could even interact with. So my family column is smaller for now. Obviously, one day I'll have my own family and I'll want to spend time with my kids. But right now, I don't. No, it's, it's, so it's, it's totally clear. Yeah. I can focus on the two things I focus on most are just work and then fitness. And the fitness is because if I'm not in good shape, then I'm not going to be able to work well either. So those are the two things. And yeah. then fun. The, the fitness for me is, I know you said sleep, but the fitness for me means yeah, you like a big sleep, umbrella. Yeah. It's basically fitness, health, uh, basically being fit uh, for as far as healthy. Right. You know, obviously that means exercise, which is for people usually associate with fitness, but I'm talking more like eating healthy, you know, making sure that my body is always fully functioning at 100%. I can't right. demand my body to work at 100% if I go late to sleep, if I don't have enough exactly. hours, if I have a lot of alcohol, if I'm hangover, if I'm eating too much. You know, all those things affect your body. They make you sleepy, they make you this, that, and all that stuff. So I, I, um, I definitely am a very fitness conscious person. I've been in fitness all my life uh, on different stages of different things. So, But I do consider that very important for me too. So it goes with diet, it goes with everything else because if I don't give it the proper fuel and rest to my body, everything else is just not going to matter. So I don't want to have, I guess I do it because I don't want to have that excuse of saying, oh, my, I made this mistake or I didn't work effectively or something because I didn't sleep last night, because I didn't do this, because I felt bad, because I don't want to have any excuses. I, I do what I can or as much as I can to be at 100% physically and fitness and then everything else should just happen. You know, it just happens. But I don't have the excuse that saying, okay, it's, it's, it's me. Um, I'm just not able to carry on, you know. So, but those four pillars, I mean, like uh, you, you said it perfectly. I mean, they're not going to be always equally important for you in different stages of your life. Um, and I mean, even for me, family, I mean, family, my family is also in Spain and, you know, I have a lot of uh, family members, but it's not like we spend a lot of time, quality time together. We spend more like sporadic time together but it's important just just knowing that the family is there you know the same thing with uh friends and all that stuff it's not like i'm hanging out all the time but i know when we hang out we, we have fun and we all that stuff so but it's important again it's just the main the main thing is that um we work and I, it looks like uh, it used to be like oh my god i pulled an all-nighter and i was you used to be a hero when you were like 24 hours straight and you hear these people that oh my god these guys are always working and yeah, there's some people that do that, and I don't know how they do it, other than the next day you hear that they had a heart attack or whatever, you know, or stroke or something, and that doesn't mean that tomorrow we could be super healthy and perfectly life balanced, and then we get run over by a bus. Okay, well, if that happens, so be it, but... Uh, I think you just, I mean, everything in life is trade-offs, like, that's the, the yeah. in economics, everything's a mm -hmm. trade-off, and it's true in your life. You just have to have your priorities, so for me right now, I don't have a family to take care of. So I don't have to spend time on that. And so my priority right now is basically growing our agency, you know, and then down the road, when I do have a family, then maybe I'll be uh, much more financially well off so I can focus on them and not have to be stuck on a strict schedule and work more independently when I want to. But right now I have my priorities and I know I sacrifice on certain things that sure, I would love to like, leisure more i don't watch like it's i'm always behind on 
oh, the latest TV shows on Netflix. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, I don't watch any of that stuff. I could be sitting only, next to the uh, American Idol winner on a plane, and I couldn't even fucking know who that person is. Yeah, well, I don't know how <laughs> many people watch I don't even know the show is on to begin with. These but days, but... Uh, any of those uh, reality shows, like, I don't even know. I'm always behind... Like, I mean, I hear of all these Netflix shows. The only time I watch Netflix normally is like, Saturdays. Yeah, Game, That's of, about Game of Thrones it. is the typical one that I could never have a conversation with anybody because I don't think I've seen a single episode of that show. I've seen like maybe 10 minutes here and there because he happened to be somewhere being, you know, playing. But I could even name one character of that show and everybody's like, oh my God, the season finale is like, finale? <laughs> I was like, where have I been the last few years? One note, actually, the one show I've been watching lately that's very good that you've watched too. It's, I think most people in the business world have probably been watching is Succession. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's great. That's one show that I do look forward to when I get the chance and have some free yeah, time. But again, I like those shows because you can obviously watch them whenever you want on your own schedule on demand. When I don't even know when it airs uh, live or whatever. I think it airs on Sundays. Okay, yeah. But I don't I, watch it live either. But right? I just go when I feel like and I watch a show that is usually an hour, 15 minutes or something. And then it's business-minded or it's basically about you know uh, politics and successful people and this owner trying to pass on his... We don't uh, need to spoil it. Anyways, watch yeah, it. It's a very good show. It's an HBO show, it. and it's and it's good. It's kind of like a billions type thing too. I mean, I like those that are business set up. But it doesn't matter. I mean, you can you can watch as part of your fun. I mean, we're still looking at the fun account, and if, if for you fun is to go to the movies or watch the show, by all means, watch whatever. Binge watch for two hours, episodes or three hours or whatever. But just have a right balance. Don't use that and then say, oh, I don't have time to work out because you spent three hours watching TV. I mean, that, that doesn't make any right. sense. That's, like, that's not being accountable. If, if I was watching four hours of Netflix every night and then the business wasn't growing uh, and then I complain, it's like, okay, well, I should probably reevaluate something here because exactly. I'm exactly. spending time. What are your priorities? Now, if you say, like a lot of people aren't, if you're not, uh, trying to grow a business, you just say, listen, I work my nine to five and I'm happy. And then when I go home, I don't want to think about work. That's great. And you have your priorities set, but then you're not saying, oh, well, why am I not making more money? Well, because you're not working more. I mean, right. everything is trade-offs. You have to have your priorities and you can have different priorities at different stages in your life. I think that's the... If, if I guess if I were to give myself a, an advice or a piece of advice to my 20-year younger self or something is... <clears throat> We're not invisible. I mean, we all feel like in our late, for me. late teens and 20s, exactly. Late teens and 20s and all that stuff that you can do, get away with anything. And I say mostly on the uh, health part that you think that you go to a party and you can have all these drinks and you can have this food and basically uh, treat your body badly as far as nutrition, exercise, drinking, Whatever it is that you do and you feel like um, you recover fast and all that stuff, and believe me, that will come back to you at a later time. So even injuries. I mean, I, I, in my case, I did a lot of sports and contact sports when I was younger. And yeah, I used to pride myself on being able to recover from injuries. Like I'll have like the biggest, baddest uh, back pain or strains or muscles or this or that. And um Literally, like a few hours later, if like a day after or two days later, I would just be fine, or at least functionally fine to continue training, you know, carefully and all that stuff. And what you notice when you get older is that your recovery time really increases exponentially every year. And then and then you start feeling injuries that you have when you were much younger. So 
all those things will come back to you. It's like a machine. You over rev it all the time. At some point, the engine will blow up. And uh, you think, oh, why did it blow up now? We're just driving down the road. It's like, well, maybe it's not because of what you did now. It blew up because of what you did like 30,000 miles ago when you over revved it or whatever. So that would be the only thing that I will give myself as an advice if I were, you know, back to my 20s. Uh, but of course, you can say that to a person now in their 20s and it's going to say, oh, yeah, fuck you. Let me do what I want. <laughs> what do you know about my life and all that stuff? Right, David? Quiet? Nothing? No, I <laughs> mean, uh, I don't, dr- I don't, uh, no, I know you're a good example. I, I don't drink much for my age. I don't, uh, or I really you don't, don't drink, drink anything at all. At all. I, mean, I don't know when the last time it was, it's been a long time. Um, but yeah, uh, like I said, priorities. But uh, but you probably have friends that are oh, of course party goers and all that Everybody stuff. Everybody knows people in their twenties, right? Uh, that's and, you, and that's the thing. You can tell those kids, "Hey, man, don't do that. You're gonna be at some point. You'll grow up and realize that this lifestyle is just not gonna not gonna cut it. You know. But you need to go through that. I mean, you just learn. You know. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I sometimes I, I especially on Fridays I go to a, a place and I see this happy hour and all that stuff. And I see everybody beers and this and all that stuff, and it's like, holy man, you're starting your weekend and tomorrow Saturday morning you're gonna be all wasted because you had 20 beers on Friday, and then you're gonna watch some football game from college or something, and before you know it, it's back to Monday and you wasted the whole weekend. It's like, why, <laughs> why living like that, you know? But anyways, that's just my opinion. And uh, I think, uh, you know, everybody can do whatever they want. So any uh, closing thoughts as far as um, our um, lifestyle? No, I, I would like to have more hobbies eventually. But, uh, you know, right now I just got to stay focused. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I do have hobbies. I, I would like to... Actually, I don't like to change anything. I mean, I'll have the hobbies that I want to. I mean, I, hobbies are, the, the thing with hobbies, especially mine, are kind of expensive. Well, when, yeah. When your I hobby mean, is to race cars. Yeah. My hobby used to be, like, I used to play pickup basketball an hour every day. Yeah. In I mean, the afternoons fine. or in the evenings. And I love that. I mean, I love basketball. And, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I get my mountain bike and I go in the mountains and I feel great for a couple of hours and I'm exhausted and and it's very, I mean, after you buy a bike, I mean, the rest of it is just nothing. There's no expenses. Uh, the car racing and all that stuff obviously gets expensive. And if nothing happens, you still need to buy fuel and tires and move your car here and there and all that stuff. So, But I, it's not like I do it every weekend. I may do it like six, seven, eight weekends in the year, you know, and it's fine. It's a good relief. Uh, it's frankly one of the activities that actually gets my mind away from work. I'm so focused on, on the driving that um you know is is really a good stress reliever so i consider that almost like a therapeutic you know so maybe i can put it into my health account and fitness account instead of a fun or hobby or something so anyways guys uh thank you for this uh for following us on this uh short episode um we'll be back probably next week david and i actually have a business trip speaking of uh work-life balance in a couple of weeks we'll be um in Spain, uh, mixing some uh, business and pleasure, hopefully more business and pleasure, but um, we'll see how it goes. Um, we should be able to do another podcast next uh, week, um, which will be on Thursday. This one, you can listen to it as usual on Friday or Saturday this weekend. And um, in the meantime, if you want to check us out, please go to mgrh.com. We have three podcasts there every week uh, for e-commerce uh, clients. The uh, Edge is usually more tech-driven, and then obviously Unplugged is uh, a little more um, all over the places for our subjects and topics. Um, and until then, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.